Breaking news, this important PSA brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code RCST at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0. I am blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship, the details on the 4.0 are next level. Their advanced ceramic blade and skin-safe technology is so good that it almost seems as if Manscaped worked with Elon Musk's engineers to ensure your testes are as safe as possible. You know, ball trimming and the, the equipment that you use is, is sort of like tying your shoes. If it's something that you notice, if your shoelaces are something that you notice, it's probably an issue. And for the longest time, myself and probably you included, always sort of dreaded that moment. Okay, it's time to clean up down there. Things are about to go awry. One misstep. And all of a sudden, you've drawn blood. Are you kidding me? For just routine maintenance, you're drawing blood? What other form? You're not drawing blood when you clip your fingernails. You're not drawing blood when you shave your face or brush your teeth unless you don't floss enough. That's a personal problem. Why should it be any different when doing a little manscaping? Well, Manscaped has changed the game for the better. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RCST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code RCST. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we got a lot of different things coming at you today, okay? And I'm just sensing a little bit of a lull right now. that. You don't got time for that. All right, let's go. Crank it. Crank it, Glenn and Cross. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You're listening to Rock Chalk Sports Talk with Nick Schwert and Derek Johnson on FM 1017 and 1320 KLWN. You know, we got an odds book now on RCST Trivia, but I don't know how official it is because it's not, first off, it's not from Shane Jackson of the LJ World. I mean, how official is Bovada and MyBookie and all these sites, you know? It's it's an offshore account, so if this is an offshore account, then cool with me. Y- yeah, but you know, Bovada and, and MyBookie and all these, these accounts are trusted by consumers, so... It's, yeah. it's, it's like if, if you believe it to be true, it's like magic or gold. It's right. only valuable because people believe that it's valuable. And if there's a belief system in something, then therefore it has legs. Mm-hmm. I think this, there is. This comes belief. to us from Tate. But Tate Vobach, a former notice, com- competitor. I don't know if former RCST trivia contestants are eligible to make odd sheets. But he's no longer in it. And... Shane Jackson, who did our odds last year, and we were going to have Shane do him this year, but I think we just completely dropped the ball on that. Um, he commented on it. So that is verification. That is validation. Okay, so here's how Tate has it for the Phenomenal Four. 
of RCST Trivia. The Wonderkind Isaac Henderson, the defending champ, tops the list at minus 200. Significant favorite. He has Andrew, the seven seed, and Eric Hansi, the one seed, at three to one. Tyler at seven to one, the nine seed. So I think what he's basically saying here is he has Andrew and Eric at the exact same odds because he doesn't think either one of them are going to beat Isaac. Mm-hmm. Well, also, if you think about it, like, I mean, that's a, it is a really even matchup. So if he is viewing Tyler as the underdog, quote unquote, then Isaac would have a easier path to the title, right? Those guys would have to beat another one of the quote-unquote, like we've titled the Blue Bloods, so to speak, right? If you're Eric or Andrew, since we basically gave Andrew that other Blue Blood, the fourth Blue Blood moniker, you have to beat two Blue Bloods, essentially, to win What the did title. we give him? What did I call him? You gave him Duke. Do we want to reassess these at all? Mm-hmm. We gave Andrew Duke. I think you gave Eric Kansas, right? I gave Tate Kansas. You have Tate Kansas. Who did you give Eric? Is that North... Kara, no, no Isaac's get, North Carolina. No, Isaac's Kentucky. And I gave, I I'm gave, completely bundle, bungled. Yeah, just stop for a second. Let me think. <laughs> Gosh. Loud noises. I gave Isaac Kentucky. I gave Andrew Duke. I gave Tate Kansas. And I believe I gave Eric Gonzaga. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just racks up win after win after win. So what's Tyler? Because we never gave him anybody. Yes, Tyler, it's seven to one. But I mean it's it's mostly because to win the title, you have to beat Isaac first just to get right. there. Just to get there. At which point you would then have to face off against Andrew or Eric, which in a one head to head matchup, that's still really tough. Mm-hmm. Even, but it's also the sort of thing where it's like, but if you do beat Isaac in the fi- in phenomenal four, then all of a sudden we go, okay, maybe he's a little bit better than we thought. I think Tyler right now might be Baylor. I'll tell you what. If I'm looking at these odds, I'm just taking Eric plus 300 because he's 37 and two all time. Is that right? 38 and two. 38 and two. Eric all was time? my my pre tournament pick to win it over Isaac, but just the more we've gone on, the more I've gained confidence in Andrew. That's so lame of you to even say that. Oh, it was my pre tournament pick. It oh. was. Your, Who's yours? Your pre-tournament pick is still alive. Yeah. Uh, Some of us are right and others are you. I don't know. I think I had Isaac winning it all. Couldn't have gone wrong with that. So I guess mine's still alive, too. Yeah. I don't remember who I had him going up against. It's tough. I mean, even at minus 200, he was the favorite at this point last year, and he ended up winning it. So maybe we should just stick with it. If we are to continue the Duke comparison for Andrew Wymore, though, Duke's first title under Coach K, if I have this right, they beat UNLV, I think that year in the Final Four. But either way, they took down UNLV, the team that was seen as like, oh, this is one of the greatest teams ever, you know? And they got crushed by them the year before. I mean, that would just work with it, right? Isaac's the UNLV, that this is one of the greatest ever. And Andrew would have a chance to win his first title, continuing that Duke comparison. Yeah, maybe so. And then all of a sudden, he is immediately, he is immediately thrust as 
as one of the greats. Do we have do we have uh, go times for next week? Do we have matchup times, date and times for uh, the Phenomenal Four? Or do we have to wait till next week to unveil it? No, what, we have them. Let's hear it. They're both on Monday. Both on Monday. <laughs> yep, correct. So then we'll we'll have them both on Monday. So when you'll is be able the, to hear those at four o'clock? Do, do we know when the championship game will be? We do not have that set yet. It is kind of dependent on who is playing in the championship. There's this different availability, but hopeful that we can do it at a later day of next week, whether that's next Wednesday, next Thursday, next Friday, something like that. And if we have a th- and if we'll have a third place game again as well yes. this year. If you're Eric and you lose, do you do you do the third place game again? <laughs> do you want to finish third again? I think you have to. I yeah, mean, if, if you than... were at the Olympics, would you rather get a bronze or just not on the medal stand? Yeah, but know? that's not how basketball. Well, I guess they don't have a third place game in the NCAA tournament, so they used to. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Maybe you should go back and look at some of those questions. Cause Could have been a trivia. Actually, there are some trivia questions. I don't know if we'll get to them, but that is in there. Yeah, there's part of me that just says, just throw a, a bunch of money on Isaac at minus 200. I just feel like there's not as much value there. Like, well, there's not, but it's just you go with who, who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win? That I is the question that, here. You, you talk about this with golf. You know, if I can get... Rory, or not, maybe that's a bad one because I guess Rory won last week. But like, if I can get Justin Thomas at eight to one versus Dustin Johnson's twelve to one, just yeah. go with the value, you know. So I don't know. I I almost say go with the value there. And now Isaac's gonna call me out, but I I do think Isaac's gonna win. I don't know. That's the only reason I said take him at minus two hundred, so he doesn't call me out too. <laughs> it would be unwise for anybody to call me out personally because you know I'm the one asking the questions. Yeah, but that would make for good fodder. It'd be like. With the WWE, when you have people yeah. kind of villainizing Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not getting in the ring like Vince McMahon is. Hey, guess whose birthday it is? It's not yours, is it? WNBA. Okay. Season starts tonight. 25th birthday. Wow. For the WNBA. Season number 25. That's right. Honestly, and I don't even mean this. I don't even mean this as a slight. I mean this wholly sincerely. It is... A feat for them to be to to like still be around, twenty five years later. Seriously, started in nineteen ninety six, and they started basically the the NBA was like here you go. I think they did really well in the um, the Olympics, the ninety six Olympics. So David Stern was like let's let's do a women's league, and that's been the like the running joke with the WNBA has been, well they're just they're surviving off the teat of the NBA, but yet. If that were the case, and I mean, it, it, it was like literally funded by the NBA, but if that were the case, then it would just be dead because eventually they would just say, no business, even one as successful as the NBA is just going to keep saying, all right, like, are we just going to do this forever? We're just going to keep letting you guys be fun because it's not, this isn't college athletics. This isn't Title IX where it's like you have to do it. But in the bubble last year, because ESPN was so starved for live programming, they aired more WNBA games than they ever have, and ratings actually did well, which is so funny because ratings did so poorly across the board for everything last year, and people came up with a variety of reasons of why they did bad. Like, the NBA bubble didn't do well, and people would say, well, it's not on at the same time. Why people aren't used to watching the NBA playoffs in the fall, so that's why. And they kept going from one thing to the next and people politicized it it's about protests it's about being too woke it's because it's on the wrong time and 
I generally find the television ratings discussion around sports to be very boring. Because I just, like, everybody makes it into whatever they think is the real reason behind the ratings because people have the numbers. You have the numbers, but we don't have a clue as to why people aren't actually watching. And then some newspaper or blog will do an interview where they'll poll like 100 people and they'll say, well, these people said it's because of the protests, so that's why it is. That's why it is. That's why nobody's watching. Or these people said it's because they're just too busy or they're too depressed or they canceled cable. Like, it's all of these different excuses, yet amidst it all, WNBA does record numbers. Now, maybe you would say, well, it's, they never did good numbers to begin with, and they're doing better. And the ESPN has rewarded them by broadcasting 25 games this year, this season. 25 games. That's it? The whole season. The whole season. Yet, it does sort of feel like, because I don't know if you feel this way, I didn't go out of my way to watch any WNBA games last year. Actually, there was, that's a lie. One game I did watch, it was the Connecticut Sun versus the Phoenix Mercury. And I watched it because my friend came to me for a betting lock. I got annoyed that he kept asking me for betting locks. So I told him, take the over in this game, this WNBA game. Did you hit? It did hit. Yeah. It hit the end of the game off like a missed free throw or something. Or a made free throw, I mean. And it was weird because it was the only game I'd watched, and yet there were a few names that I recognized. Uh, maybe it was Las Vegas because Asia Wilson, yeah. she was the, like the best player in the league. Yeah, it's interesting. I think she's Las Vegas. Well, it's interesting because I think like right now or, or for a while there, it almost felt like college women's basketball was more watched a bigger thing than professional women's basketball. Oh, for sure. So, like, you recognize the names of the people like Asia Wilson goes on the big run with South Carolina and stuff. Diana Taurasi was probably more famous at UConn yeah. than she has been in the league because she's been a star in the league. And I know, like, even talking women's basketball to start the show is pretty... It's, it might be pretty flagrant because, I mean, there's people wondering why the hell I'm talking about this. I just, I wonder if we are, are at a tipping point where you have the pack, the new Pac-12 commissioner who comes out yesterday and says, "Yeah, you know, we want, uh, we want, uh, we're, we're he big said proponent. we know where the the bread is buttered. Yeah, he said we, yeah. we're a big proponent of women's sports, but we know where the bread is buttered, and it and it does sort of start the discussion of can can women's sports be profitable if there were simply more money invested in it? Because that is the question. Is that's the big line that people draw and say, well, it's not." profitable because nobody wants to watch it because it's not good and they're not as athletic and they don't dunk and the skill level is not as high and when I watch a sport I want to see the best I and when I compare it to the NBA or even men's college basketball it's just inferior which if that's your opinion and honestly that's my opinion that's totally reasonable to say that I don't want to watch that as much but it's also the idea that if you shove something in, it's a, and I don't even know if it's right or wrong, but the idea that if you shove something down someone else's throat, if they will just start to accept it and watch it more, it's like if I, if, if there's a commercial for uh, a, so a Honda Civic on every single football game that you watch, are you more likely to buy Honda Civics or are people just buying Honda Civics because they're the best car out there? Right? That's the idea. Is that if the NBA, if ESPN were to put WNBA on four nights a week, would people start watching it? It's fascinating to me because as this league turns twenty five and you've got 
Now the questions of name, image, and likeness in college athletics, which, you know, the NCAA is always quick to tell you how complicated things are going to be when they have to start paying. And do you pay the men the same as you pay the women? And what the blanket statement will always be from the NCAA is that brings about a litany of questions with Title IX concerns. Like they'll just say like Title IX concerns. They won't really get into it, what that means with Title IX concerns. But those are real questions starting this summer that universities, because that's where it's going to start. It's going to start at the university level. I don't think the conferences are going to come down and tell schools what they got to do. I don't think the NCAA is going to come down and tell schools what they got to do. But starting on July 1st, so like we're a month and a half away from this, schools are going to have to start answering those questions as to how is this going to work with uh, name, image, and likeness. Georgia, whose law is one of the five states whose law goes into effect on July 1st, said that 75% of earnings from one player has to be put into a pool and split amongst the rest of the team. That's not even for women. So if you are a star quarterback for the Georgia football team, and I mean, imagine the type of money you could make as the star quarterback for the Georgia football team. I mean, it'd probably be... You could probably make as much money off endorsements from local endorsements as you could as the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not kidding. Because Georgia's one of those states who probably cares as much about college football as they do about pro football. Imagine you brought in $100,000, $150,000, and you had to take 800000 of it and put it into a pool to be split amongst the rest of your teammates, right? Man, I definitely want to go walk on. No just kidding. Find the, just find just the most find the lucrative best program walk on. Just find, yeah, find the best. I mean, imagine if every state did that. You just find the best recruit in the country, see where he goes, say, I'm walking on for you guys. <laughs> right? I don't know. Does it apply to walk-ons too? It can't. It's got to be just for scholarship players, right? Mm. Right? I don't know. The old NCAA, like, oh, it's only fair. That's such a silly rule. But as of right now, the NCAA hasn't even came down with anything. As of right now, I mean, it was just last weekend when Mark Emmert, I believe, talked to the New York Times, maybe it was the Wall Street Journal, and told him, oh, we're working on something. We're going to have something in place by July 1st. It's like, really? You're going to start now? Have you started this? Have you had this in your back pocket the whole time? No idea what they're going to do. But there's a lot of questions that are going to have to be asked, and the Title IX concerns are legitimate. They are. I, I'm not saying that the NCAA is lying about that. What I'm saying is they don't really care. That's not the real reason why they're fighting this. They can fix it. They'll have answers to it. But I wonder if that is the case, are we going to start seeing schools invest more money into non-revenue sports? Are, there, are we going to start seeing them invest more money into women's sports, if not because they legitimately think they can make money off of it, if only because... They think they should, right? They think that's what they have to do. And if and can you imagine, by the way, I'll tell you right now, it'll be a firestorm if they do invest more money and all of a sudden the proponents of women's sports are correct and they start making money. Imagine how angry they're going to be. Imagine, I mean, because they rightfully so, if they're saying we've been beating this drum for a decade that if you put more money into this, you can actually make money. And if they do it, they'd say, what? You guys are idiots. You guys are idiots. All you care about is making money. It's all you've ever cared about is making money. And you've had this opportunity right here. 
and you let it slip by. Be interesting to see how it goes. All right, it's about 20 past the hour. You're listening to Rock Chuck Sports Talk. This episode is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Join the Tommy Club. You can download the Tommy Club app and enjoy endless washing for one low price, Derek. That means unlimited car washes, unlimited clean, shiny, and dry, unlimited use of exclusive app lane, which, by the way, I've taken advantage of. It's kind of like the the express lane on the highway. You don't necessarily like to lord over everybody else, but when you're zooming through, and getting in to get your car washed first. Like, that's why it's called Tommy's Express, right? You get unlimited access to all their locations, unlimited guest service, and perhaps most importantly, unlimited happiness, Derek. And I think that's something that we just don't emphasize nearly enough in life. I'm looking at your car right now. I'm thinking it could maybe use a trip to Tommy's Express. What do you got going on later? Thinking maybe you should stop there on your way home. You going to at least consider it? I will absolutely be going to Tommy's Express Car Wash. Now, the, the outside of your car, the exterior, it does look okay. Where my concern begins is the interior of your car. Yeah. When you have I, a, I don't a think dog. I don't think the inside of that car has seen a deep cleaning in quite some time. No, when you have a dog, when you have a golden retriever, you got hair everywhere. And they have those vacuums that, you know, it's going to get out for you. So, yeah, I'm definitely making an appointment Tommy's Express Car Wash. What I love about the, the vacuums at Tommy's Express, the cord comes down from the top. So you're not having to try and wrap it around your car and getting yourself into a pretzel. No, very flexible vacuums. You want to go to the left side of the car, the right side of your car. You're perfectly good. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Wash, rinse, repeat. Did you see Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network said earlier today that the Bears' preference is to hand the baton to Justin Fields after season number one. After season number one. Today is the first day where you get to see all these rookies in their uniforms. Um... What is it? Rookie minicamp. So um, every team is releasing the photos of Justin Fields in a Bears jersey, Devontae Smith in an Eagles jersey, Najee Harris in a Steelers jersey. Do not let anybody try to convince you that Andy Dalton is going to stave off Justin Fields. First round quarterback, Justin Fields, who they traded up to get. Don't anybody try to convince you, as the Niners have come out and said, that they're very comfortable having Jimmy Garoppolo be their starter again this year, despite the fact that they traded up, gave up a huge mess of picks to go get Trey Lance. It never happens. It never happens. And for everyone who wants to compare, well, look what the Chiefs did. Look what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith. Look what the Chiefs were before they traded up to get Patrick Mahomes. They were a playoff team with a successful quarterback. How these these aren't comparable situations. The Bears were lousy last year. Hey, they were a playoff team. The Bears <laughs> were lousy last year. Andy Dalton wasn't even there, so it's not like they have this built-up equity of we love him. He's done so much for us. He's the, he they just signed him. They just signed him. Here's what will happen, though. And there's a long offseason for them to change their minds. I mean, you get 100 days till opening day. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears go all through the offseason and say, no, Andy Dalton's still our guy. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners do the exact same thing. But 
we know that within the first, I would say, six weeks, first six weeks, one of those teams is going to bench the other one. One of those teams is going to bench Jimmy Garoppolo. If not both. If not both. Because what doesn't what doesn't make sense to me is that history would tell you teams never stick to that timeline of well we're gonna we're gonna draft a quarterback in the first round but we're gonna let the veteran continue to be the starter. Teams never stick to that timeline yet they spend all offseason planning as if they're going because to. Because you know why? Most of them say they're gonna do that but they don't actually have the good enough quarterback in place. Like the example with Alex Smith, like you said, Alex Smith. His last year with the Chiefs, he was like an MVP candidate, like halfway through the season, three quarters of the way through the season. He had been to a couple Pro Bowls, I think. Like, he had had success. This wasn't a case of Andy Dalton, who was a backup on the Cowboys last year, you know? Most of the teams that end up doing this, they have Andy Dalton's. They don't have Alex Smith's. Exactly. You know? Like, if the Vikings would have drafted quarterback, I would have believed it because you have Kirk Cousins. I mean, let's, let's just go through. Let's go through the different teams, right? The Dolphins last year, Tua Tungavailoa, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Could have seen that coming. Chargers, Justin Herbert, Tyrod Taylor. Could have seen that coming. The year before, Browns, Baker Mayfield with Tyrod Taylor. Again, anything with Tyrod Taylor and a first-round quarterback, it's probably not going to take very long because then the same thing happened with Josh Allen or was he an immediate? Was he a day-one starter? Daniel Jones. It might have been day one, but I think they might have traded Tyrod Taylor yeah. or released him after the draft. Daniel Jones and Eli Manning. You can keep going on down the list. It's not hard to figure out. You never have to try and convince yourself, well, what if Jimmy G is good for another year? It, they wouldn't have drafted a quarterback third overall. They want to trade up to draft a quarterback third overall, but we love this guy. No, you don't. No, they don't. Oh, and they tweeted out Andy Dalton QB1. Yeah, because they didn't yeah. have another quarterback No, yet. that's the difference. When you look at you know, you're watching on ESPN or NFL Network, and it says team needs. Chicago Bears are on the clock. Team needs. One of them's quarterback. Look at the on the clock for uh, the 49ers. It says team needs, quarterback. When the Chiefs drafted Alex Smith, I doubt the team needs thing said quarterback. Probably not. Because at the time... I mean, the people who were criticizing the pick were saying, why did you trade up for a quarterback when he's not going to play and it's not what you need? It does not make the team better right now. And then there are like the Jordan Loves of the world where they're like, yeah, we're not going to hand over. No kidding. Really? You are, you're going to continue to let Aaron Rodgers start? And that's what you don't want to do. That is worst case scenario. We drafted this guy that we have no intention on playing anytime soon. That was a massive mistake, and in the process, we've alienated the other quarterback, the one who actually is good, and let me check, just one NFL MVP. Which, by the way, the funny thing about having done that now is that Jordan Love, who was not a can't-miss prospect coming out of college, by the way, he has, like, no value to you or to anybody else. I mean, he does have value to you if you have to move on from Aaron Rodgers. But the Packers, and Matt LaFleur said today that we want to keep him in the worst way. In the worst way. It's like, what are you willing to do, man? Which is funny that you have to come out and say that. He's the MVP, he's the reigning MVP. But they had to come out and say that. I mean, Jordan. nobody's going to trade for Jordan Love because they've never seen him. 
and he was a, he was supposed to be a long-term prospect anyway. And anybody who's going to trade for him is always going to say there are better options out there. We can go get either a proven veteran who we know can help us right away, or we'll just wait, right? So you've got literally this guy who's on your roster who serves absolutely no purpose to you and has no value to anybody else either. Great job. And Aaron Rodgers wants out. You're screwed. You're screwed. We got a game to play. The Preakness is coming up this weekend. So we'll get to that coming up next. This is Rock Shark Sports Talk. The Preakness this weekend. Where is the Preakness uh, typically held? Where does it typically take place? Let's guess the South. See, here's the problem with what we're we're about to play a game. We do this every time there's a horse race. And <laughs> is it Pimlico? Pimlico race. Pimlico. Course. Pimlico in Baltimore. Baltimore. I knew that. Oh, I knew Pimlico was in Baltimore. Um, the problem with doing these games is, like, the one caveat is I can't do research ahead of time. But the problem with my not being able to do research ahead of time is that for this little back and forth banter before we actually start the game. I I can't do anything to make me sound even somewhat intelligible on this topic. So it makes me sound dumber than I even would be because even if I didn't know about something, I would do a little bit of research so I sounded somewhat intelligent. I can't even do that. So I guess we should just stop talking about it and start the game. Yeah, okay. What's the name of today's game? Well, as you just teased, the Preakness is this weekend, so it's Preakness Horse or... Billboard Top 100 song name. Oh, okay. I love this. I love this because those are two things. I probably know more about horse racing than I do Billboard <laughs> Top 100. I'll tell you that right now. I can name one horse. I can name one horse. I know you can. But will that horse be on the schedule? We'll that find is out. the question. Well, I know it's racing. I know uh, Bob Baffert yeah. allowed back. That's true. Um... That horse is allowed this week. That uh, was news, I think, yesterday. By the way, last year... I can't even remember the horse's name. Oh, that'd be funny. Then, if I <laughs> well, I'll know it if I hear it. Um, last game we did, you went, what, like 8-5? and five? Yeah, it's the worst one I've After ever had. you, I think, won the, won the championship. Won the national so championship. fans are wondering if you've lost it, if you've settled, if you've gotten LSU content. had a bad year this year. Did Was uh, Ed Orgeron on the chopping yeah, block? Yeah, a little bit. Not really. Poor and happy. You right, build up. One. You you get at least three. If after winning a title, you get at least three years to do whatever you want, unless you're uh, unless you're Gene Chizik at Auburn, in which case you get one year. All right. So you know how to play the game, but just as a reminder, we're gonna go through. It's gonna be like a college football style season schedule. So I will have twelve set up for you. You got your non-con, your conference schedule, some extras depending how well you do. You know, bowl game, conference championship, all that stuff. And we'll compare this to a college football season. Depending how you do, you you might make the playoff. I don't know. Might be in the whatever conference you're uh-huh. in, conference championship. So uh, I will be asking you one of those two, Preakness Horse or Billboard Top 100 song. You tell me which one. Simple? Easy? Got Easy it? enough. Let's do it. Ready to bounce back. Okay. First up, week one, Unbridled Honor. Unbridled Honor. I can't imagine a song title... With the word unbridled in it doing well, so I'm going to go with Preakness Horse. Incorrect. Psych. You are correct. Don't. That's not even a good psych. <laughs> it is a horse. It's 15 to 1 odds. Will you be betting on unbridled on it? Uh, I need to hear the rest of the... Well, 15 to 1 odds. Okay. Is that one of... That's going to be one of the favorites then. No. Week two. Okay. Concert tour. 
concert tour. Yes. Very straight to the point. Yeah, it's almost as if it were a song. If that were a song title, it'd be like. Right. Like making a song called Music Song. Yeah. You know? It's like the little. It's too obvious. Concert tour. Concert tour. I'll say it's a song title. It is a horse. It's five to two odds. It has the second best odds of anyone in this race. Damn it. All right, one on one start. Week three, this is your last non con game, last tune up. Risk taking. <laughs> Dude, these are so hard. <laughs> these are so hard. This might be the hardest game we've set up. Oh, uh, gosh. I'm going to have a losing record this week. I already know. Risk taking. Um, Gosh. I'll say horse. Nailed it. 15 to 1 odds. Sitting there with unbridled honor. All right, 2 and 1. Not bad. Through the non con. Into conference play. This is where you got to buckle down. Week four. Time today. Time today. Yes. Time today. I'm always trying to think of like, how would this fit into like the chorus of a song written by a creepy 40 year old man, sung by a pretty. 20 year old girl you know because that's I, that's my understanding of the music industry especially the billboard top 100 type song so like time today do you have time today to talk to me about how much I love you that sort of thing um I'm, I'm still I'm still gonna say horse though it is a song it, it debuted or I don't know it is now it's number 41 uh. on the billboard top 100 it was, uh, you, you've definitely heard of this artist, right? Moneybag Yo? Yeah, rapper. Do you actually know who that is? I know I it's, a, no ra- I know it's a rapper. Probably a safe bet with the name Moneybag Yo. Yeah, All right, two and two. Name. Rom Bauer. Spelling. R-O-M-B-A-U-E-R. Can you use the uh, correct no. answer in a sentence, please? I cannot. I have no idea what that means. Horse. Correct. It's 12 to 1 odds. It's a little bit better than uh, a couple of those earlier ones. All right, 3 and 2. Sticking above 500. Week 6. Keep me in mind. Song. That's a horse. Okay. It's all one word. Keep me in mind. It's 15 to 1 odds. That's just like, I guess, what they threw on like every That's horse. The, you know what? No. No. <laughs> you, if, 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 there's, if it's all one word... That's not how it's pronounced. Keep me in mind. Yeah, that's how you should do. That's actually, I want that scrub nope. from the record. I want that right, scrub we'll from the, the record. send you the process. I Denied. Want, no, I want it completely scrubbed. Three and three. Rough loss. Week seven. Peaches. <laughs> I remember a song when I was in junior high called Peaches and Cream. Very oh. overtly sexual song by an R&B <laughs> group. Uh, so, I believe Peaches... In um, pop gun like slang to mean uh, a buttocks, or is it just the horse's a, favorite a, treat? A bottom. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say song. Sung by Justin Bieber and others. It's actually the number three song on the Billboard Top 100. Thanks, Biebs. Four and three record. Levitating. Levitating. Oh, man. Uh, levitating. It could be about a rapper talking about getting high, smoking weed, 
and feeling like he's floating, feeling like he's levitating. So I'm going to say music, song. Number four song on the Billboard Top 100. I, I don't, well, I guess it could. I don't know. It's sung by Dua Lipa and DaBaby. Okay. Well, there you go. There's Probably a, a little bit, yeah. bit of mix in there. Yeah. All right, five and three. You bounce yeah. back a little bit. Midnight Bourbon. Midnight Bourbon. You know, if, if, if that's a Billboard Top 100 song, it's got to be by a country artist. But this one could go either way, right? Um, I mean, how often do country I think songs what I'm doing, get on the Top 100, though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. Like, Florida Georgia Line would, would make a song called David Midnight Bates Bourbon. favorite. Yeah. But also, I can, maybe I'm just doing the Kentucky Derby and thinking, like, Kentucky whiskey bourbon. Maybe it's a Kentucky horse. Do most horses come from Kentucky? I know that uh, Kentucky does have wild horses. Kentucky and Virginia are two states I know that have wild horses. I don't know. Maybe. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Preakness Horse. That one's five to one odds. Okay. So pretty up there. I okay. think that's actually third on the odds. All right. So you have bounced back. Three straight wins. You're six and three. Trending in the right direction. You're already eliminated from the college football playoff. Yeah. You can't make it with three losses. Yeah. But. We know that. All right. Week 10. Track star. One word or two words? Two words. Track star. Yes. What could that <laughs> song possibly be about? You know? You know? God, you know, I, I th- this is one of those where you just, you have to guess horse because it's like, what could your justification possibly be for the other side? And I know there's plenty of songs out there that I wouldn't understand why they named it that, but I mean, it's just, I have to do it. I have to do it. Preakness horse. Mm. It's mm. number 31 on the Billboard Top 100, sung by, I don't know if this is a guy or a girl, Muski? Muski? Spell it. M-O-O-S-K-I. Well, now I got to look it up. <laughs> uh, looks to be uh, Muski's smash hit single track star has redefined the meaning of viral. Has <laughs> redefined the meaning of viral, taking over TikTok Radio airwaves, clubs, uh, functions, and headphones all across the country. The crazy part is he's just getting started. Oh, is it he? Okay. I have no idea what genre of music this is either. You could tell. Is it EDM? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can see him, but I don't. I would guess it's a... I would guess it's a... Ra- it, who is... Yeah, it's a rapper. He's a rapper. Okay. Cool. Good for him. All right. You're six and four. I don't think... I think you've had a couple like nine and five seasons. You've never had a six loss season. No, I haven't. You got to try to stave that off. Week 11, Street Runner. Street Runner, kind of in the same vein as Track Star. Mm. Well, street Runner could be. Uh, Would you rather be a good Street Runner or a good Track Star? Uh, probably a good Track Star. Mm. Is street a street runner, runner somebody who animals. runs on the streets or is that slang for like running drugs? Yeah. You I don't know? know? Could be. Like, I run the streets. Yeah. I run the streets. Mm-hmm. Probably what it is. Song. Yeah. You sure? You've never done that before. You've never it? asked me if I'm I sure before. I feel like before. I have. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think that's fair either. Usually when I say something, it's final, but now it's not because you asked, <laughs> and now I have to answer that question too. Yep. Song. That's correct. It is number 68 on the Billboard Top 100. Sung by Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Is it Rod Wave or Rod Wave? I have no idea. You know? No idea. The, where's the emphasis there? All right, week 12, 7 and 4. I want it to be known, after I got these right, 
At some of the ones I've gotten right on the horses, I've been like, I think I've maybe heard of that during the Kentucky Derby. I've never heard of one of these songs. <laughs> or any of these artists other than Justin Bieber. Uh, wonderful. Okay, we've heard of Dua Lipa. This is uh, senior day for you, so this is a big one. I mean, the crowd's going to be really mad yeah. if you lose on senior day. Uh-huh. Sophomore class won the title, and now they're seniors. Yep. Crowded trade. Crowded trade. Mm-hmm. Crowded trade. I have no idea. I have no idea. Train. No, trade. Trade. Crowded trade. I'm going to say horse. There you go. It's 10 to 1 odds. There we go. All right, so you're 8 and 4. You went 6 and 3 in the conference. We'll say you snuck into the conference championship game. Okay. Playing for a conference side. Tombstone. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Be a rather grim song, would it not? Mm. Probably. I would guess if it's called Tombstone, it's somebody singing about what they want to be on their tombstone, which is kind of a lame concept for a song. But why would you name a horse Tombstone? Unless it's like a, a nod to the you know Western classic. I'm going to say it is a nod to the Western classic, so I'm going to say Preakness Horse. Okay. I think there was a, a horse named Tombstone like last Kentucky Derby or the one before. Not this year. You not never, this year. You never specified which nope, year we were this talking year's about. It is the number 58 song, Rod Wave. Again? Yeah. Wow, he's got two on the top 100? All right, eight and five. You're going to like the, I don't know, the Maniki Car Care Bowl. Maniki. Maniki. Okay. I have two options here. I don't know which one I want to ask. Go in order. Quicksand. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Quicksand. 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 If you get this wrong, it's your first ever six loss season. Okay. I mean, the pitchforks are coming out. I am gonna say quicksand is a song. Sure. Yes. Positive. No, but that's what I'm going with. There you go. Sung by Murray. It is number 65 on the Billboard Top 100. Go. Just out of curiosity, if I would ask this other one, I just want to see where you would have gone with it. Country again. Horse. There we go. Are you? Do you feel ready now? Do you feel <laughs> yeah. ready for the Preakness now? I know everything that I need to know. And are you ready to... Uh, By the way, the horse that won last week is Medina Spirit. Medina Spirit. That wasn't on there. But it will be in the race. Yes. 9 to 5 odds. It's favorite. Would have appreciated a layup mm. after that performance. All right, there you go. This is Rock Shock Sports Talk.